rifling through those long boxes. It's gotta be here, it's gotta be here, it's gotta be here. Aha! Here it is! And bagging those books. I'm out of bags and boards again. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. The Cosmic Force Podcast. A Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Parker Kirk, Caleb Laminek, and Jacob Boat. Welcome everyone to the Cosmic Force, your bi-weekly Star Wars comics podcast. We're here on youtube.com slash Utini Vault every other Wednesday, as well as your favorite podcasting app. Thanks everyone for tuning in. If you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Utini for where as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini podcast network of shows. Uh, I will just go ahead and throw out at the start of the show. We're going to be going undergoing some format changes on this podcast pretty soon. I just said we were on Utini Vault every other Wednesday. That's not even going to be true uh, anymore pretty soon. So this is, believe it or not, our last video podcast. However, you cannot get rid of us. If you have a podcasting audio platform, uh, you can still find us every other week yapping about Star Wars comics for entirely too long. Uh, but, you know, this is a you know exciting new era of the cosmic force a, a uh, volume three if you will i suppose of going all audio only but i think for it's for the best for all of us uh we're gonna be really excited about that but there's also just a lot happening with utini if you've been keeping an eye on the main youtube channel you've kind of seen that the past month or two now yeah i think mostly yeah. caleb he said in the pre-show he was just tired of making his bed for this, so we're yeah. going to audio, so you don't have to see <laughs> my messy, to, messy bed in so the background. To be clean, I was tired of hiding stuff out of frame mm-hmm. of the video. I was yeah, also making my bed in the background. Um, this nice little like IKEA cubes. Uh, I only really drag out one to have like a little depth to the shot, uh, but two because what's behind it is a mess. So <laughs> you know. It does not normally sit in the middle of my bedroom. Yeah, I have uh, no idea how old any of our listeners are, but throwing your dirty clothes in your closet does not stop when you're an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, no. I I have a pile of clean clothes that are not put away on the floor next to me. Does that count? uh, I've got got some of those as well. Yeah, Uh, see, when you're an adult, it's clean clothes. Yeah, (laughs) it's uh, clean and eventually maybe folded, but still not put away. Right, yep. Uh, But hey, uh, how y'all been doing? So... If you've been listening to the podcast, you have not had, we've been consistent through the holiday break. However, we recorded those episodes like a month ago. So this is the first time we've all been chatting. It was all just then. technological tricks. Some some magic, some banking of episodes. Uh, but yeah, how have you all been doing? How was your holidays? How, uh, how's life? Really great, actually. Like for, uh, since with my new job, I had like from like, like nearly two whole weeks completely off. It was nice, but you know, the first week off was because it was the holidays and Christmas. We spent like every day, like going to different cousins or going to different family members. And it wasn't until like actual Christmas day where like, you know, we, the only time we left the house was get uh, Chinese takeout. That was like mm-hmm. the only time. So it was good. It was good. Very restful. Very nice. You know, glad to be back. Glad to, you know, camp. Uh, you know, I avoided the uh, New Year's sickness, thankfully, but I think my wife just came down with it, unfortunately. So, it's not so good on our side. What about you guys? Any sick family members? Oh, uh, I've got um, a two-year-old now. Two-year-old he turned two yesterday, uh, and uh, and uh, thank you, and a four and six-year-old niece. So yeah, we're just <laughs> sort of perpetually sick. Um, I just kind of came out of it. My wife now sort of has it. Um, 
because she's got all those same family members plus another one mm-hmm. growing inside of her, which uh, makes her even more. That's pregnancy. Yeah, I guess I haven't mentioned that on. I, I, I wasn't. Gonna, I wasn't sure if you were going to mention that. So yeah, that's it's not I'm... a secret. <laughs> we just we talk more about comics than our real lives. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My I'm having another kid uh, this summer, which is exciting. But uh, turns out it's really hard on your body, apparently. Um. Yeah. So we've got plenty of that in my house. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, holidays were good. Um. I everyone came to visit us. And and a lot of our family lives here in Dallas, so that's it's all pretty easy. Um, any cool presents? Though? Oh, hold on, Jacob. You, you oh yeah, you uh, started, but you didn't get to. Yeah, you didn't get to talk oh, about your family. Uh, my birthday was also yesterday. I turned a very young twenty eight years old. Oh, so, that's you right. Know, nice. I guess Good me age. and and uh, Oz, Oz Junior a little over here <laughs> um, share a birthday, which is cool. Uh, just slightly apart in years. Um, yeah. And but, uh, for the record, he is the fifth. I, I was just, you know, again, saying Oz Jr. as like, you know, this is a generic <laughs> for someone's kid, uh, not just yes. doxing your child. We, we um, take it very seriously in our family. But uh, the other thing, I, I did get married over um, yeah. over breaks. So that was fun. Uh, I am not wearing one. <laughs> so uh, I have a nice, like, distraction when I'm in class now. It's like, oh, yeah. Dude, it's the best. <laughs> well, and mine also is engraved, so there's a pattern with it, too. So I can just, like, look at all the, the little kind of you know marks as i'm going around so now is it what is it engraved in arabash or were you dead, not <laughs> no. that big of a nerd <laughs> no <laughs> i, I did not say i love that. you i know uh no it, it is a, it's i think it's called a wheat pattern there's no way this is focusing at all uh <laughs> i can send a picture to you all in slack it's called a wheat pattern but it matches uh emily's rings so oh, okay. um but yeah so that was fun uh gifts you did mention that i get uh, i got nubs for <laughs> christmas because um you know when you're dropping all the money on a wedding uh you don't need to go crazy with christmas at the same time but dude that's so rad i gotta uh, get one of those for my de- definitely i mean there's like time. three different types of nub- nubs plushies because there's this one i think a different one that might only be at the galaxy's edge park that's a little smaller and there's also one that has like a oh god what's the uh um, is it like teddy ruxpin you know like the the dolls from like the 80s oh, yeah, yeah. that have like yeah it has like a weird like I don't know if it actually talks, but it has oh. lines on its jaw like a kind of a puppet. Oh. So it's strange. But yeah, there's like three ish different nubs plush I've styles. I've got the ornament, which is probably Same. as much as I need right now. Um, but that plushie might that's on the on the back burner here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was about to say, uh, get it while it's there. I got a surprising amount of this is for talking Christmas gifts, uh Star Wars books. Like I got like four different uh edge of the empire like you know splat books like extra books and i i got the my favorite one for my favorite class it's the uh, scoundrel one i love the name it's called fly casual yeah yeah that's that's my personal favorite um i didn't like it my, we got the the star wars uh cookbook as well the like uh, galaxy's edge official okay, one yeah mm-hmm. so we'll want to do that maybe for ut and con but we also also got the flavors of the multiverse which is the D <laughs> version of that oh nice 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 well. and then the big one the actual like slightly relevant Ooh, one for omnibus the, yeah, oh, nice. 2020 off omnibus and i reread the first arc i'm like damn this is a lot better than i remember this is actually yeah. like really good it's That's so really good. it's so sad to see it so skinny though we, we don't need to open that only up. 15 more issues we've been here yeah. not going back down that that road oh and you got oh, the oh the first that, one it's, yes it's, it's so like <laughs> it's like twice the size as the other yeah. one yeah like, i twice. um 
I they my comic store has the volume one omnibus and I just have to stare at it every time I walk in. It's been there for months. So I'm like, I I want it, but I should not. But yeah. also, like I will say, reading reading the, something this big, it feels like it's like it's like the 1800s and you're the patriarchs talking oh, to you, the family bible. Yeah. I read the I read the uh, Kotor Omni, so that's nothing compared. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But it feels like you have to like crack it open and like you know you know like you know, have the lexic turn out so it actually doesn't you know destroy your yeah, I don't know Le- yeah. omnis like do take legitimate work to make sure you don't destroy them so yeah but especially because uh, you know they cost a hundred bucks and so you don't want to like yes. a trade paperback is 10 bucks if I get it messed up but who cares oh well actually I mean some of the omnis are pushing 150 now so that's, that's yeah that's 100 plus yeah um, uh, I I pretty much I feel like everyone in my family like I don't tell them oh don't buy me Star Wars stuff but in general like Star Wars is kind of my main hobby, so if there's something I want, I just buy it myself. Got, yeah. Uh, so my family didn't really get me any Star Wars thing. I did end up with um, we did a Utini Secret Santa, mm-hmm. and oh, oh I, yes. and I, <laughs> the person who had me got kind of mad because I put no notes because for that same reason, like I don't know, be oh. creative. Uh, so this girl Hannah who got me uh, went all out, and I got two custom mugs, uh, one for <laughs> Star Wars hunters. Uh, and one for Servants of the Empire. She had these, I was going to say she made them herself. She had Walgreens make them. Uh, the, these are kind of like my meme loves in Star mm-hmm. Wars. Um, Hunters, because it's a game that may never exist here. And Servants of the Empire, because I actually genuinely really like it. Uh, and then also bookmarks featuring the characters. and Which, of course, we are going audio only. So this is kind of our last time to get to do a little gift display. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, a 2024 Hunter's Desk calendar with uh, different characters. And hey, this is comics relevant. Amar Vex. Amar Vex is our January character. Um, so that was, I had no idea what to expect. And yeah, she killed it. That was really cool. So speaking of Shadows of the Empire, so anything uh, else? Uh, <clears throat> Servants of the Empire. Servants of the Empire. Servants of the Empire. Oz, is there anything else yeah, you want to share? So, <laughs> uh oh. So with that, this being my love, uh, we did months ago um, a roundtable revisiting these books. Me and a few other Utini guys, and uh, we love. It's on Patreon. If it's you want on to Patreon, to which I, I guess maybe at some point will become public. I don't know. There's, I'm not sure. Um, Changes we, to Utini. We, we did a uh, very publication cool, might be yeah, weird now. We we don't know everything, but we did. It's we talked for like an hour and a half about these books, uh, and we love them. But our biggest takeaway was that the covers were kind of boring, and the fact that they're like small little paperbacks are limiting. And we wish that they were adult Delray novels. So I went ahead and uh, I made that happen, and I got a custom printed uh, hardcover. Uh, with sprayed edges, of course, of these books. I designed the cover. And then I even reached out uh, to Jason Fry, and he signed uh, them. He signed a book plate for each of them, and I gave them to each of the guys who did that. Um, there's pictures I, I haven't posted yet, but I'm going to post on the Smugglers group if y'all are in it, um, and I'll probably put it up on Reddit. You can find uh, – if you just search Custom Servants of the Empire, I'm sure there are not oh. a lot of – Thing. Or like, Oz, you can also put it in our dedicated Discord channel. I can put it in Discord. I always forget him. I'm, dude, I'm 35. I, I'm so <laughs> bad at using Discord. Like, like I'm 31 now, and I feel like I, I'm too old for Discord. Yeah. But anyway, that was I. I get really into I, custom projects, and that was one of my favorite that I've done. Yeah. Now, Oz, I do have to ask. Like, that yeah. looks really, really cool. What 
were you ever like were, like how did you get it printed like through copyright you know, oh well so, oh, sh- hush, 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 yeah. hush. <laughs> um yeah so uh you can do it i mean i think they're all automated but apparently because i was talking to some guys who've gotten these made um about tips and stuff and he was like hey maybe hold off for a minute because they're doing like a, a wave of bands so actually the first time i ordered it the order got canceled uh and he was like just wait a month six weeks and I did, and it went through. Yeah, I should point out this is unauthorized. Um, but we're not. You're not selling. I yet will not or- be selling it. I, if you want a copy, too bad. You can make it yourself. Uh, Jason Fry has said he's cool with it. I know that he has no ownership of the copyright mm-hmm. at all. Um, but I don't know that Disney Lucasfilm Press is going to be too pressed about this. That was not meant to be a pun. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to be uh, coming for me. The, these are common in the Star Wars book nerd mm-hmm. community. People do this stuff. Um, I own, as I've, yeah. I already own these books. I've owned them for almost a decade now. Um, Usually it's, yeah, the people that are like, I'm going to make my custom set of the X-Wing books as hardcovers. I own three other sets of right. these books. It's not the people that are, you know, haven't yeah, read it before. That's uh, exactly before. who helped me out was her. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Has the coolest X-Wing set. Uh, that's out there. You got them custom painted. Yeah. That it's a very cool set, but Uh, uh, yeah, so that's my big Christmas haul. Yeah. Well, I think we can really quick rapid fire with what we're reading since we have a lot to talk about this. week. There were so many, like not just like comics that we missed during our break, but very important comics wrapping up very important things. So uh, the quick things that I, I usually do a, a lot of reading over my winter break from school. Um, getting married did not, did not really, uh, be, it was not conducive to that my yeah. normal binge of reading like five or six novels in like a two-week period uh so I, I have been reading a lot of the 1977 star wars run um i'm like 20 something issues in i think um it's cool it, it feels a lot more i i always think in my head it feels more like Hanna barbera com, uh, cartoons than it does star wars um it's just very wacky uh i did read all the don juan quixote stuff and all that good stuff but uh so i've read a lot of that and then in jackson uh i've met balance now that's pretty cool oh, uh nice. and the one book i finished was crash of fate uh, and i actually i enjoyed that so that weird galaxy's edge publishing initiative it at least felt a little bit more organic than some of the other ones that it's I've read. like barely related to star wars yeah it's just like I oh think hey. hondo makes an appearance maybe Hondo is mentioned. He doesn't actually show up, but they're at his okay. like. Oh, his he shipping owns the shipping facility, and they do mention like uh, the like Ronto roasters and stuff like of that, course. essentially. But it's not like right? Princess and the Scoundrel, which I finished reading. Um, I I didn't even have that written down, but yeah, I finished reading that on New Year's Eve. I was like, I've had whenever that book came out, I got it, and it has been sitting half read mm-hmm. for like a year and a half. I liked it. It was it was it's fine. Fun the but so, yeah some of the you know ads for the no longer it's, functional hotel are yeah it was really bad. weird reading it after the hotel's already closed um because now it's just irrelevant it was a decent story i think it mm-hmm. could have been more um but i i don't think that's beth Revis's fault i think she kind of had her hands to, i felt the same way about uh black spire or mm-hmm. whatever it's called um yeah black spire yeah mm-hmm. that delilah dawson loved uh phasma thought black spire was just okay uh anyway so that and then just yesterday uh ultimate spider-man number one finally came out i have mentioned the ultimate books 
more than a few times already on this podcast. Uh, the first issue came out. Uh, quick review. It's great. That's all I'll say. Nice. Caleb, you're up. Cool. Um, after 2020, because I got that, I didn't haven't done too much art comics here. This year, I've decided to um, for my like audiobook listening. This might sound a little sacrilegious, but I decided. Yeah, you know, I think I've listened to like a lot of like you know pulp fantasy and like pulp Star Wars and just kind of like I don't want to say like lowbrow stuff, but a lot, just like a lot of like um, a lot of like you know fun happy sort of things. So I wanted to get into more literature this year. So I decided to uh, take the Great American Undertaking and I started Moby Dick. Man, really, uh, starting with an easy one. Well, here's the thing, guys. I don't know if you know this, but Moby Dick kicks ass. It's good. It's, like, really it. good. Nope. It's, like, really, really good. Like, I, I mean, I'm not surprised. It's, you know, typically these books that, that stick around aren't bad. I was going to mention some by name, and I was like, no, I don't want to offend any people. But there mm -hmm. are most of them. Most of the classics are classics for a reason. Jane Eyre slaps. It's like the one that I like have read that actually enjoyed. Catch twenty two is all right. I don't know. I, I don't want to start I, I, going through AP lit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like Catch twenty two a lot, a lot, a lot. But I again, I wasn't forced to read it. Kind of like any book you had to read for AP lit. It's like instantly degrades it like you know three pegs down. You know. Yeah. A few years ago, and by a few, I mean it's literally was ten years ago. Now it was twenty fourteen. I was like, I'm gonna set out and read every book I was assigned in school, because most of them I didn't read when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I was a bad student. Um, you mean I you got efficient student? I was an efficient <laughs> student, too. Yeah, it's true. I, mean, I still got all A's. Um, I I read a lot of Spark Notes in high school. Mm -hmm. I I made it through like four or five books, and then I th and then actually it was about that same time I started reading Star Wars books, so that got mm -hmm. in the way of, of reading Watership Down. I liked all the all the books I was assigned in AP Lit, except for As They Lay Dying. I don't remember who wrote that book. That, that book that's sucked. Faulkner, I think. I think you're right. That book sucked. Anyways, <laughs> and enough about our our high school reading habits and and the classics, fellas. There is a insane amount of comic book things that happened while we were gone. I'm sure there's some news that I am not remembering off the top of my head that happened. Maybe I will. Do the only thing I can think of is just today they announced um, the Canaan. Oh, Kanan's getting an epic collection as well as Which some is nothing, comics. Just an old. I suppose I feel like they already told us they were doing that a while ago. Maybe I'm losing. No, it, it was they were doing a Star Wars, uh, 2015 Star Wars epic collection. That's right. Uh, uh, I don't know what you're thinking of. They're so, not then, doing a Poe Dameron omnibus or an epic collection, but they're doing a Kanan epic collection. Uh, as well as a Rebellion Volume 6 epic collection with Shadows of the Empire, Scoundrels Wage, uh, and a lot... Okay, Shadows of the Empire does not look like Evolution for some reason, um, and a lot of random stuff, um, and some Star Wars Tales things. And then they're doing a New Republic Volume 8 omnibus, uh, or epic collection. I don't know if they've announced a 7, but I see a 6 and an 8 in front of me. Anyways, that one's going to have Invasion, all of the Invasion stuff, uh, for uh, New Jedi Order, so you know if that is if that's your thing, go pick up those later this year, later in the fall. I think September for the first one, and October for the second. As of now, uh, but anyways, I, I will think check that's all the news. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll double check uh, while we're getting into the conversation. Uh, but first off, I think we got to hit revelations. We kind of 
is interesting talking about the our last uh, episode you listened to was after the revelations came out and we were wondering what's going to be in there. I don't know if this is what we expected. Um, I will say it's not what I expected. Yeah, Revelations 2022 was different. It was a kind of a previous issue told through the story of Vader having these visions via the eye of the webbish bog. And just yes. like, here's the runs, here's what's going to happen next. And that was kind of what it was. It was pretty straightforward. And this one was just a, here's a smattering of short stories written by all the authors. Some of them are very direct. Here's what's happening next in my comic book. Then there are many authors that we don't know what they're doing next. So it'll be yeah. like, here's a story and it's continued in, something yeah maybe. well the, the weird you thing is, is it wasn't even like five short stories it was like five previews um yeah almost yeah. all of them are literally like i i the vader one is think so direct first, i think they're the first eight pages of each of these books that are coming out except maybe that um the the high republic one maybe will stand on its mm-hmm. own um so, and so hopefully yeah, we'll probably, get into volume one of the higher public trades we should probably run down the list yeah yeah uh, it's the yeah, way to do it you're delusional this is not no this is going in a trade paperback let's be real <laughs> uh so we have the first is a trick of the mind by charles soul this is for the star wars run dengar is getting sued for doing some crimes he's <laughs> for doing dengar stuff his yeah. his defense lawyer is trying to say he was mind tricked by a jedi it is not going very well for him um, and we're kind of just seeing that and that is continued into Star Wars it says continued and Star Wars issue number 44 which is going to be I believe because I, I was looking up solicits earlier today um, the trial of Lando after he is admitted to basically being treasonous to the Rebel Alliance um, yeah so the, the question will be like are these pages in 44 well uh, because that was like a probably not because that was like a uh, imperial tribunal or something right yeah but then she gets called at the she end gets called by lando to represent uh, lando. to be okay so, so maybe, i think these might be the first eight pages of issue 44 it's possible which is, I, I doubt it i, think I don't know this I, I think for this one i it's think like, this is a I little bit she's too just going goofy. to show up just like maybe like an asterisk like you know if you want to know we'll see her introduction yeah you could be right by revelation yeah i don't i don't think tonally it's going to match what we were probably getting with lando's trial yeah we'll see. it is highly goofy uh it's very i goofy. enjoyed it but it, it's just gonna be so different and i the love next, that big panel of the the mythical jedi <laughs> yeah the next one is tall tales by Alyssa wong this is introducing a new bounty hunter Razlin grace who is telling the like bounty hunters gang all the people from you got uh, Just Lucky and RLU and all the people from the Bounty Hunters comic book and the Bausch crew. All these people are hanging out in a bar and Razzling Grace is telling about a job they did for Jabba the Hutt uh, going after some Cathar, Cathar twins. Um, mm-hmm. And then at the very end, it's teasing her next job is going after Afra, And it's like continued in. We don't know because we don't know. Again, as of recording this, we don't know what Alyssa is writing next. This um, is to be continued yes so i mean i i I enjoyed that one it's nice seeing all of the bounty hunter people together i don't know when this takes place because i don't think valance would willingly hang out with all the people that just betrayed him like two issues ago um in dark droids so like um skirt or dirge is there yeah Uh, dirge being there is curious Okay, yeah. Like I was supposed to say, it's also, I mean, here, but it's like he only appears in the background. So. In the background, but so I just got caught up on Bounty Hunters last week, 
um, in in anticipation for the big finale. And this, I mean, this is exactly how Dirge shows up in the book. He's just suddenly hanging out at a bar with them. Uh huh. And I don't know. So it could be when. Obviously, we've got um, what's her face? With Boss the is there. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Diva. Yeah, Diva Lombard. Which she doesn't even really talk. She's just there. Yeah. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, most of them don't talk. Diva or yeah. It's all glove shit out moments. So in the this death stick there, could be hinting towards a new Afro volume. It certainly kind of seems like it. We've been speculating for months. Yes, but something is happening. We're not sure what it's going to be. Uh, then the next one is "Stolen Hope" by Ethan Sachs. This we're getting back to just. This is very straightly just a preview. Uh, yeah. It's about Django on a mission in the slums of Narshada, looking for the hope of Glee Anselm. Uh, some some stolen treasure. Uh, this is just a preview for his Django Fett miniseries that is starting in Feb March February something, something like or, that early this year. It'll be yeah. coming soon. Yeah, I don't um, think there's any chance this isn't pages from issue one. Correct. Uh, Maybe I the would, first eight pages. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but he is after this uh, treasure. But at the same time, uh, Singh is after him. So. Now- the creature he's tangling with, I'm just scrolling for the uh, the images here. Is uh-huh. that the same like creature that attacked his son Boba Fett in the book of Boba Fett in the desert? That like uh, no, I know uh, what you're talking about. That was the Mortal that, Kombat looking thing. Yeah, yeah that, that Jason and the Argonauts looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, that one had like that one was by bi- or it had two legs and like eight arms, and it was a lot more yeah. like humanoid, eight, ape-ish looking. Chest. Yeah. It was very much a Spy Kids 2, you know. Uh, how fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, but yes. So I'm, I don't know. I'll, I'll be interested to see, you know, if this whole mini series is like a heist kind of setup or how that'll be. Or like, structured. is it an adventure like Indiana Jones and, you know, Boba Fett and the, uh, the treasure of Glee Ansem or something like that? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, here's going to be my wild prediction now that we know Ara Singh is in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Beckett. Beckett's gonna show up and kill her <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Uh well, no, well, no. Django's still here, so that means the timeline wouldn't work. Well, I mean, we don't. Our thing has to be in Clone Wars, and Django dies before the Clone Wars. Dang! How, how, <laughs> we just got like, timelined. Damn. But yeah, like maybe we like we could still see Beckett. He was kind of an old hand at that point. So, yeah. <laughs> you know who knows we, what? Our, no, there's no way see. Beckett shows up. What about um, Bosk? I think Bosk might show up. Bosk could because he's Bosk could, yeah. Player. And he he hangs out with uh, Boba as like you know bratty kid Boba. Yeah. So um, then the next one we have is Showdown of o- at Ocean's Deep by Mark Bernardin. Uh, this is a preview for the new Mace Windu uh, miniseries, um, and he is undercover posing as a security guard on a prison. Uh, kind of giving some Andor vibes here, uh, but he is after a rogue warden who has been selling a skeleton key to prisoners all across the galaxy. Uh, you know, uh, the the uh, convicts are on the loose, uh, but Mace Windu is determined to stop that. Um, so that'll be fun. You know, now, this one I wouldn't be surprised if like these pages here wind up in the first issue of uh, Mace Windu. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah, it, it literally says totally. to be continued in Mace in Mace Windu number one. So hey, the first one says to be continued in Star Wars forty four. So you can't use that logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it just, but it no, just I, like I agree. This is this is not a thing that like could just be 
a story that oh, if you read Revelations, you saw a bonus story. Like this, like, is, this be, is it made no deep. sense for them to start with him just powering up yeah. through and getting decompression sickness because that's what happens when you swim from like you know twenty meters. Then it's uh, fine. Yes. He's he got also, the force. He goes from undercover to not undercover so fast. He's just like, by the way, I'm a Jedi. I don't. Way, I'm like tired of. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't do deception except when I'm. He's got. He's got a breakaway costume. So yeah. Um. I. This didn't really get me hype um, for the series, but also it's, I mean, it's just a, a quick setup. It's hard to really right. judge from this. Uh, we didn't, there, there are no shatter points that we have seen in this first one. I'm yeah. sure it's going to happen eventually. Um, and if not in this, we've got a novel coming this. We got a novel. Yeah. The glass abyss or whatever. Yeah. I kind of forgot that that was happening already for some reason. I, I forget every day and then I wake up. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I was like, it's just the living force in higher public this year, right? Yeah. Nope. No, we got no, one more. We get, we get two prequel books. Uh, so the next one is tool of the empire by Greg Pak. This again is, this is straight up a preview for Darth Vader because the is previewing Darth Vader 42, which came out as a recording one week ago. I've already read this. We do meet the squad that's teased at the end of it. So it is, his next, uh, I guess, posse, uh, his little A team that he's trying to put together of cyborg rebel agents that he has hijacked with his new droid scourge powers. So, um, yeah. So uh, that's see, that's why I think that the Star Wars, whatever, we're not going to keep going back. Yeah. Well, we'll discuss next month, and I'll tell you how I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't remember this issue that well. I, well, I didn't. I don't remember how much of this was in there. Obviously he does meet them eventually. Um, and he takes them over. It was all right right now, but yeah, carry on this. uh, It was an odd issue. I mean, this whole Vader run has been odd. It has been odd. Um, we've gone from him trying to have the handmaidens as a squad to, uh, I don't know, basically just Ochi. And then he had to join bounty hunters there for a while. It's been a lot. Yeah, the, yeah he, had the, he had all the droids and bounty. He had a big round one. That's the only one yeah. I remember. That is the same. Uh, and then now the last or no, we have two more. We have All the Republic by Kevin Scott. This is following Keeve. She's uh, on a mission near the edge of the Nihil occlusion zone. Uh, there's reports of a rogue or mystery Jedi on the ground. So she's going to investigate that through kind of a torn up city uh, and encounter some Niles, Nile resistance. Turns out the Jedi was just a literal random dude that found a lightsaber on the ground. Um, and uh, was able, she's able with his help to take down the Nile Raiders on the ground. And this is just a vague to be continued in the higher public. I mean, it's key content. We can't really complain. It looked great. Yeah. Uh, it, no, it's, I, it's, I love it's it. there to get the uh, the more casual Star Wars comic fans like, hey, High Republic looks High cool, cool, doesn't you should, it? You check that out. We got we got lightsabers and Jedi and and like cool badass raiders. It's and cool. giant ro- giant stormwalker robots. I mean, little mech action. That's pretty sick. Uh, and then we have one final one. This is potentially I would say the most interesting of the set. It's Duel of the Reprobates by Mark Guggenheim, following legends comic galupshita legend rick duel uh mm-hmm. the lo- main lieutenant of java the hut so he says um how he, it kind of tells his history of how he you know it was in debts to java like so many others and got pulled into his employ uh, all of his escapades and now he is being sent by java or by um Ib fortuna on a new mission uh 
that we're not told what it is, but he's being joined by Danny Gamel and Cheeto Joe. Uh, one is a Zeltron and one is a um, Rodian. I think one of them is Legend. I think the Zeltron might be in Legends. I don't I, remember. I, just, I think they're both technically. I just Legends. kind of assumed they both were his OG friends or something. Yeah. So and this is another to be continued. It's not even dot dot dot. It's dot 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 question question mark. So yeah, I mean, there's obviously a plan here. Like, there's right. no way they just threw this in there. Like, hey, write a silly story about Rick. Like, it, this yeah. it has mad like you know like two thousand early two thousands like Star Wars funny comics energy. Yeah, you know? this is Star Wars tales. At, like, it's really like I'm seeing like I'm kind of reading through tales a little bit. I haven't picked it up in a while, but there's a lot of like really like funny funny ones some are actually funny some are not very funny but like i'm getting like he he's channeling a lot of that energy like the final panel is him like oh no not these two yeah, like, you oh, know what this, the the page of all of his like him running around and telling about all of his adventures it reminds me for some reason of the uh biggs and porkins vacation oh issue. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I was gonna say it's like, like tag and bink but yeah it's, yeah it, that's yeah, exactly yeah, yeah yeah and you know so. what it, it's been a while. It's been too long since we had weird, you know, kind of, you know, college humor, goofy, like yeah. vibes like this. It's we, like, we well, it's kind of like those Jackson this. issues. Like I, this mm-hmm. stuff totally has a place. I I would agree with you. This is probably the best part of the issue because it didn't feel we had like no idea. Ju- yeah, and it didn't feel like just a preview. Plus, it's got all those guys. Uh, whatever Bulio is. Oh. Uh, uh, and I love Bulio from oh, Skywalker. Um, Ovisian. Ovisian. Yeah. 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 Um, I just like seeing those guys, but yeah, this is cool. And it could have almost stood on its own if it wasn't for like that last panel. Yeah. Um, so it, it's fun. I'm uh, yeah, interested to see where that goes. And I just remember, was it, I think it was, yeah, it was the a cover that people freaked out because it look, it, you could see Rick duel in the reflection of Jabba's eyes, but since it was so low res, a lot of people thought it was, um, uh, what's the dude? Dash, from Rendar. Same, Dash Rendar. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, he does look like a low budget Dash Vendor. Uh, uh, but so, okay. Speaking um, of the cover, there was uh, there was one more little bit of uh, oh, Thrawn? this issue. Thrawn was on the cover, of course. Hey, he was in this issue because he gave a few preview panels from Star Wars or Thrawn Alliance's number one at the end of the issue. Yeah, for some reason. They're, they're two black and white uh pages shown and they've already been released they were posted on twitter yeah before before this issue came out so yeah this issue i oh and it also shows some variant covers for it um it was weird i liked the the other one better because at least it kind of had a flow um and it wasn't just like previews Um, it didn't have how many wait hold on one two three four five six seven seven different little things you're trying to tie to yeah well and but then and then i know that this is a weird little meta thing but the cover yes it's comics covers are misleading but when Mm -hmm. it's a preview issue you kind of expect each thing to sort of you know tie in because there's leia on the cover i don't know why luke is on the cover don't know why uh thrawn is on the cover i mean i know why it's because he sells books but like yeah shouldn't be La- like lando did like only made a, f- a verbal appearance right i don't even know who this like the hooded person and then, is and who is the hooded character <laughs> are they really going to try to tell us that's uh that's rick duel uh, rick duel really yeah like There's no uh, way no it makes no sense we <laughs> I mean, we clowned ourselves for a while before this issue came out, and it's Kira. 
Yeah, or like um, it's Amadeo. You know? Amadeo Zazo. <laughs> yeah, or it's uh, somehow um, Aslan Rel again. Yes, any of those I think make more sense than uh, what ended up happening. Whatever. Also, I will go ahead and take the L here. I looked through Vader forty two. None of those pages are in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is totally different. So maybe I'll be wrong. I at least hope that these mini stories get into the trades. But I uh, went ahead. And, I went ahead and bought the floppy because I've been burned too many times. You know, you know the. I, I'm gonna say something so weird. If it was Dark Horse collecting these, I believe they would do it. Oh, that's. Now we don't know when they would do it or yeah, how big, or what size. Yeah, what size they would be, but they would they would be in there. <laughs> um. Yeah, Marvel, not so much. So uh, that's but, Revelations. We thought it was gonna be more bigger than it was. I, yeah, yeah, I think the big thing is we just don't have much more direction than we did it, before it, it came it out. It feels like we got that PS2 demo disc that came that with, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it, we, we got to play the first level of a couple different games. Uh, but yeah, it's especially with two two runs coming to an end, I thought I'd know a little bit more about what's coming next for us, and I don't. I, I would say the one big takeaway is that Alyssa Wong's going to be writing something else, which we already pretty much knew. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping so. We'll I, see. I think it's anyway. Well, we'll find out. But yeah. that was that was revelations. So that came out. Uh, I'm just going through the calendar. That came out on uh, December or tw- uh, December twentieth. You know what else came out on December twentieth? High Republic number two, Woo-woo, which yeah. was a fun issue. Um, Lorna and Keeve and Scarabda the Hut are all kind of in a showdown. Lorna or she, they're able to turn Scarabda. On Lorna because Lorna is the one that killed Scrabda's cousin something, Sister. which was Miarga the Hut from the first run of uh, Marvel. Uh, and then we also see a lot of flashbacks from Keith's past, how Skier chooses her as a master, all building up to a reveal that Skier is still maybe alive somewhere in the occlusion zone, driven mad, lost his way. How do you all feel about this? Like, I feel like it, it's kind of like Skier's alive, question mark. I feel like they've maybe done a good job of maybe maybe he's not alive. All I've heard they're saying is he's a he, grand ocean. He, he's alive. Yeah, I'm just, right, right. I, like, I, it makes, it he's, would be fun to see him alive again, but also we know that Keeve is kind of on the chopping block for the dark side, if that makes sense. Like, and that would be like a great sort of thing to seeing her master like go completely loopy for like a better term yeah well, like we know he's infected with that disease that drives like, like a degenerative transition. disease that's yeah. like drive going to drive him mad so. so i i feel a couple of different ways about it. one i didn't realize until issue one that we were supposed to think skier was dead um mm. i feel like, like i don't remember from fallen star or he from was issue 15 because he was left basically dead for rights facing down a nameless by himself on on fall on the starlight beacon was that in fallen star was that in 15 15 Uh, okay yeah 15 yeah that's the issue i guess that's part of my problem with the fallen star is like when you're making the tabbing up the list of names there it's too long to like remember who Uh all died um so okay i was i guess wrong on that but then i think i've said this a couple times maybe during um like shadow starlight talks and stuff We've we are not very far into wave three and or phase three, and there's already been like three or four different like uh, not oh, dead. this like, character's not dead because it's always like 
guys, this character's dead. You have to accept it. And there's one dude who's like, no, I can feel them out there. And then boom. So it's been like we started. Been Burry, yeah. like we even, been, we started um, before this phase season even started. They were like, and Burry's alive. Yeah. Like it's so like it's been Burry, Avar. Uh, I mean, Avar was never dead. That yeah, was not yeah. a. No, but, or, but Elzar was still arguing with the council, right? Like, or, well, he knew she was alive. He used to know where she was. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, still, uh, she was still a like, lost here. We get, we had Skier. We, no, had, scary, yeah. we had we had Burry we had Lula mm. um, Lula that's who, yes like I, the, Lula was definitely like I didn't even realize she was, she was gone because it, it, hers was the um, free comic book day issue earlier yes. this year but even when that came out I was like there's no way she's dead yeah and then it happened actually again in Adventures issue one with uh, like Farzala um, far he's oh. not he's not accounted for. He's we not, but you just know he's going to be. Yeah, he's not dead. Be. He's not dead. <laughs> like, it, it's the, the only character that is dead are the ones you literally saw die, like Orla and and um, Nib, except Nib is also not dead. Um, and then... <laughs> um, uh, like Stellan. Stellan, yeah. yeah. Stellan's yeah. like... Yeah. If, if they like did them. it with, with Stellan, that would be bad. Yeah. Oh, and Estella Morrow. He's dead. Oh, yeah. that's a real bummer. Um, shout out to his recent uh, his Jedi adventure. Adventures appearance. Yeah, appearance. <laughs> uh, which that's sort of news side today. Um, they released a new trailer and Lena So is going to be in that. Lena So is in it. I think Estella Maru is going to be in it again. Awesome. Um, and they're going back to Starlight. They're going to um, uh, Batu. So I'm really hoping that means Addy Sun Z. That'd be sick. Oh, dude, that would be so <laughs> rad. Man, that... If that show gets that gluppy, uh, that'd be <laughs> awesome. But yeah, so High Republic Phase Three, I have I have genuinely loved, and each of those moments works in their story. And so I, I guess the, that's all you can really ask for. But when yeah, when it happens, the culmination every, of them, yeah, it's it's a lot. And so Caleb, the reason I say we know it's him is because I knew he was alive months ago because the. Uh, I think it's Miko Suyan who's doing the connecting cover for the first four issues. Uh-huh. Um, his fourth one had been a spoiler cover for a while. It leaked a couple months ago uh, that it was a uh, skier. So I knew okay. like, I finally my- saw that cover yesterday. Uh, Cause someone put it up with like, without a spoiler tag, even though the second it got posted and someone was like, it has a reveal about a character. I go, Oh, skiers a lot. Yeah. Um, which is whatever. Uh, I don't know him. This could have cool implications for. I, I'm sure it will pay off. So I, this one, I think, is maybe the most interesting of the bunch um, mm-hmm. because Key or Skier's arc has, was in phase one was really good. Him kind of flirting with the dark side, being you know eaten by a Drangir, or his arm was all Drangirified. Yeah, uh-huh. there, there's some cool in the force. Yeah, we know that Keev is is gonna go. Like you said, down the dark side. Um, shout out to Duka, Dooku Jedi Lost for mm, telling us years mm. ago. That's uh, like 2017 or so, or when what or 2018? I, dude, I don't know. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was before we knew about the High Republic. Kevin, to be fair, we don't necessarily know she's go. She's goes to the dark side. We, we know, just know she leaves the order. It, we actually assume we just know that one of the lost 20 someone's name master trinus leaves master the order <laughs> and yoda that's knew only them. 2019 uh, okay april yeah. of 2019 but 
Yeah, so I th- I think that this has cool potential for like Keevan and Skier to whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But in in a vacuum, I was just kind of like, Ugh, here we go again. Yeah, but so that was I mean most of what happened in Higher Public Number Two. Jumping ahead a week, December twenty seventh, we had Dark Droids Number Five, the conclusion of the latest event we so far have no events on the horizon thank god knocking I on think, wood i don't, I don't think they, they teased anything because all the air ones that kept teasing at the end um, so, i mean there might be a mini event with java let's be real but the like, next crossover is star wars rick duel like, <laughs> rick comes into every ongoing series i legit think there might be a mini sort of event with java but i don't i, I don't think know. you could be right uh, it might be more like Screaming Citadel event. Like, than... Otherwise, why was he the center of that? Co- oh, I'm getting back yeah. on Revelations. I'm just so anyways, mad about it. Anyways, so Dark Droids number five. Uh, this is the end of the event. Uh, very uh, So, okay. So what happens? The Scourge, after the entire miniseries, finally finds a way to enter human bodies and take over the meat. Uh, he's able to take uh, Luke, Leia, and Lando However, like directly after this happens, Ajax comes out, stabs him in the back with this giant like ne- neutralizing sword thing that like mm-hmm. captures his essence in a way. And the scourge is just gone. Like that's it. It's like a flip of a switch. He's gone. Um, I I don't know about you guys. I finally went back and read Star Wars Forty One. I think it was. I did. Yeah. yeah. Came out five weeks ago that we we're not supposed to read because it's spoiled. Um, and it's right. It did spoil it. it. That's correct. Um, uh, and uh, then Ajax at the very, very interesting ending to this comic because Ajax goes back to his like sanctum uh, back in his, his priestly garb and he um, reanimates the scourge maybe. And d- is he a bad guy now? I'm curious. Like, I don't know how you guys read that. Like when he's like the fourth revelation in, or, or whatever is us all. Is all. all. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. holding the little like disc that the scourge is on. I don't know if, He's a threat now. Yeah, like, I, I feel like that. Like what he's going to try to do is like I'm going to try to like redeem this like you know this terrible like literal scourge and like try to like <laughs> it's like a um, person. Oh god, what was the um, cosmic ghost rider or whatever? Where he has baby Thanos. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, hey, whatever. If I just you know try and re bring back this this cosmic level villain, you know. Yeah, I've never him, read that, but I am familiar. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it's a, a bit of a trope. I think there are other stories that utilize it, but that's the first one that came to my head. Yeah, I feel I, like you're definitely trying to do something like, you know, like this is such a cool concept, but we're going to like shelf it and put it on the backgrounds in case yeah. we need to, uh, you know, do it again. The Ray's New Jedi Order villain is Ajax <laughs> Sigma. Oh my god! Well, that was that was always the interesting thing because I always felt that like in lasher's revelations they're building ajax to be the villain and then like when we got closer to dark droids like i was like writing an article for the website and i'm like wait is he the villain i'm confused who's the scourge they're mentioning and then you know now we're at the point where the event's over ajax defeats the scourge because he has to and is and ajax seems like he's set up to be a potential threat down the road yeah i need to at some point sit down with a clear head and reread this event in a sort of more organized order. Cause I just did not do a great job following it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot. Cause you know, we've got four books all crossing over. I get that. But like, I just, 
And then it all ended so fast. Like, like yeah. I said, was it was, so he got the meat, and then two panels later, like he stabbed in the back, and it's over. Yeah. Um, like I'm. Yeah. I, like yeah, it seemed like it definitely. Uh, when I read through, I'm like, okay, so how are you getting? Oh, it's it's done. Right. I I will say yeah. I think it's a nice kind of reflection on earlier in the event remember when he's trying to take out take vader and he's yeah. like i can only focus so many places i'm trying to get into vader with uh my droids over there but then i have the um first ajax crew on my ship right now and i need to prioritize do i yeah. take vader or do i focus on preserving myself and he focused on preserving himself this time he does not do that he that's just good, like i'm really going straight point. in so maybe it's like a you know this is, you know, that second Hubris. time. Yeah. I still think that issue is that was the highlight of the event for me. I thought that was that was really cool. When Ajax like loses his basically his church. Yeah, when, when, yeah. When he's yeah, when the Scourge is trying to take Vader and then Ajax is raiding the Star Destroyer. Uh that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how I felt about the event. I think part of it was just event fatigue for me. For sure. That it There's um, stuff like that. I don't know. And I think, I think it's a thing like on a reread when, when you're not having to every month, like chase down what's happening, mm-hmm. it'll be a little smoother. Um, but I'm very much looking forward to getting on the other side of, of all this. Yeah. I think to kind of go back on an earlier point, I don't think even the writers know, like are like they're trying to make Ajax a lot more morally complex character. Like, I think you're trying to set him up for like, hey, he has like a lot of like complicated feelings. Like he does do bad things, but also he's doing it for the right reason, sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, so far he hasn't. I mean, up to this point, he has like, I don't know, not been too crazy. Uh, like, obviously, Loden kills him for some reason. They thought he was a threat at some point. Yeah, well, and then uh, he goes back to the uh, when he goes back to that planet in like the current. Days he's like, and all the uh, locals on the moon are like, "Yeah, you, you suck, robots, go home." It's like, and then I just started actually yeah. killing them all. <laughs> and, yeah. and so anyway, I started blasting. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really. Um, so I feel here's like they're, they're trying to. That's what they're trying to set him up. Is like he's trying to do the good thing, but he's also not a good person. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the book of Ajax still needs like a couple more chapters. That would that's be. Um, so we know that at some point these comics are going to reach Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah, may- maybe. Uh, maybe they've got him off doing his own thing right now, whatever, and then he could come in and be a threat after Jedi. Now, I don't know where he fits in because the first year after Jedi leads towards um, what Jakku, Jakku, and then you've got all this Mandoverse. And stuff. if you w- if you wait too long, then also you're getting into you're getting uh, way uh, too close to like. I was to say last shot. Oh, oh yeah, which actually is kind of fitting. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, maybe oh, they're, well, yeah. they're they're like he'll be um, he'll be a post Jedi problem. Let's spend the next twenty issues or whatever building towards Jedi. Uh-huh. The Mandalorian movie. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh yeah. So that was nothing we haven't mentioned. Yeah. Mando and Grogu yeah, is a movie. Mando and Grogu getting a movie with a title. <laughs> Not a great I, one. I, my favorite tweet I saw was I wish we were back in the day when uh, the person naming Star Wars uh, movies didn't know about SEO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. 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 
I don't know. I I can I feel like the title's gonna grow on me. I don't think the concept is really gonna grow on me. I mean, it's not worth judging it yet. We'll see. But uh, hey, I, too, I spent we, all, we judged it, but <laughs> judging it. I uh, would love for it to be amazing. Yeah. I just well, I want the other three movies. We are not a movies podcast. We are a comics we are not, podcast. We're comics podcast. And there's more comics to talk about, including oh, yeah. unless unless there's any last thoughts on Dark Stories number five. Uh I felt like it was an okay conclusion. I felt like yeah. it de- definitely felt a little rushed. rushed. But so, yeah. You mentioning but, but I'm glad it wasn't like I felt like it I prefer this over like and then we have Dark Droids number six. It's like that. Yeah. But you mentioning that the book of Ajax could use some more chapters. Now I kind of want a standalone event called the Book of Ajax. It can include however many characters you want. It's a little just mini series. Just don't cross. It can be ten issues. Do a pull a Han and Chewie. Just like stop with the crossovers. Yeah. Or like you know, if you do have a crossover, make sure that it's not required reading. Like you know, just or, or, or just don't. I'm tired of it. Just <laughs> you know, don't. Please it's don't. Been, it's been two years. <laughs> okay, but a week after that, on January third. We also got the conclusion of Shadows of Starlight and Oz. I feel so much vindication because I've talked to several people and they all said, I wish I read this before Eye of Darkness. And we oh. have been preaching this for months. Yeah. We uh, are uh, We are not release order truthers. We we are... Timeline time truthers is close to what we are. Yeah. We are curated reading order. And well, I haven't well, I haven't read Eye of Darkness. So yes. eventually when I do, And when you I, get there, I think you'll be much happier for having read this comics first. Um, I don't know about all the other comics you're gonna have to read, but these four. Um yeah, yeah I actually my uh, Emily, she was over visiting yesterday and I had her read all four of them because she hasn't started Eye of Darkness yet. Um and so this one uh, we had issue one was the council, Yoda, Azunrel. Issue two, Avar and Elzar. Issue three, Bell and Buryaga. Issue four is Martian. And I had, you know, a lot of interests going into this because I have a lot of, without getting too much into Eye of Darkness, I had a lot of questions about Martian and his motivations in that book. Um, so I was kind of curious to see what this would uh, bring out. But as I'm pulling up Shadows of Starlight, things that happen there. Martian has building. He is, you know, we're coming right after the fall of Starlight Beacon. He is created a sort of autonomous state the occlusion zone and after weeks and weeks of just ragers and parties uh Gearstaros approaches him and you know it says hey do you want to have a legacy like we can't just like we shouldn't just stop here and we kind of see martian who has gotten rid of his tempest runners build the new formation of the nihil which is led by a bunch of ministers uh we have uh, I should have written down what they're actually what the which the titles are. I think was it was advancement or something is it's Gira's Secretary title? of State, Secretary of Defense, yeah. Secretary of Treasury. I think it, that's right. basically what it is. Yeah, <laughs> Gira is pretty much her, the governance. Uh, we have um, General Vies is back. She's like the Secretary of War essentially. Yeah, and then um, we have Baron Bulin, who is like a technology kind of type dude. He's dealing with the nameless. Also, the children in the storm, which we're starting to see in the Marvel run. Uh, so he's just kind of building out his new cabinet here. Uh, he's from Phase Two, so it's worth it. All, yeah, a Bulin and Beast are from Phase Two. So I totally forgot about Bulin. Bulin is like I don't know if you would have seen it. He was one of the Jedi, or not Jedi, one of the children, the littles That's running right. through tunnels right. in Path of Vengeance with a bomb. So <laughs> yeah, very yeah, very deep cut. But yeah, so it's interesting. I yeah, I still am not sure what Martian's 
like his goal, goal is, is because I of Darkness was like made it seem like there is no goal anymore. The goal is chaos, I guess. Yeah. Like I don't I feel like he doesn't really like that's kind of what they're establishing. It's like he, it took him like five months of his girlfriend pestering him to get a job. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Which uh yeah, I love those early scenes. Like you mentioned, a bunch of parting. It 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 ties back into Light of the Jedi where there's just all that um where they've got what's the the music they've got? Oh, uh Rec Punk. Rec yeah. they've got Rec Punk playing and they're just uh they're just doing spice, which is totally not drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, that I I remember reading that book, and you know, spice is kind of nebulous in Star Wars. But Charles Soule was like, F "Well, it, okay, spice is drugs." They were doing smash bulbs. Thank you very much. Were, did they not mention spice at all? Okay, it was, it was smash bulbs. Um, yep. But yeah, then they're all just like ride the storm and snorting lines of cocaine, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and then and then Gira, which. So I I loved Edge of Dark Edge of Darkness Eye of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that this really fleshed Gira out even more than Martian. Yeah, Gira was great in this issue. Um, like it, she definitely seems like a lot less like you know like oh boy I sure do like having sex with my super hot yeah know, off off species boyfriend, which was so basically like, her arc in uh, the Fallen in Star. The, exactly, Correct. that seemed like boy, boy I do love that Martian. I'm which, sure I mean, apparently number one. Apparently he's good at it based on uh, her points of view in that book. Exactly. But now it definitely okay. seems like it's like I'm, I left this thing so I can be like a super, you know, the number two to the number one. Yeah. So I can actually well, have and in Eye of Darkness, she almost seems kind of naive um, in the way mm-hmm. she's trying to mediate with the Republic. But here I feel like you see her cunning a little more. Now I think she's still in over her head. Yes. And clearly not really aligned with what Martian wants. But I I'm also- dig the vibe. One another question I have relating to this to Fallen Star because like in the Fallen Star we are seeing him like basically sending every single person off of the gaze electric. He's like you know trying to get rid of all of them, pretty much have like a empty ship run by r- droids because he doesn't trust anyone. He's trying to distance himself from everyone, and now his ship is a club. Well. In the High Republic Adventures, his ship had a uh, had a Berghoff like fighting ring as well. Oh, I remember. So but it, that short story is so good. But now it's it 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 should be uh, like what? Why why are we like sending everyone off? He like makes a That's point a of point. everyone is left in a single week after it is over. He is hosting a rager on his. I guess ship. they all had to come back somewhere. I mean, I guess. I mean, no space is probably. Are, are they still in no space? I don't I think, think they are. I right? think you're past no space now. Yeah. Well, I mean, now they're in the occlusion zone. Yeah. Um, they they got to leave it open for the uh, Star Wars 2020 run. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no space is yeah, the, the, still the around in 200 show years. Up at some point. Um, but yeah, so I feel like this this series kind of served as basically like a prologue for Eye of Darkness. Now, there's you get some stuff told twice. Mm-hmm. whichever order you go in and i think that's i, I think, think they handled it well mm-hmm. but like yeah. i i think by all means read this first i uh, yeah i think the the big one with this for me was like in the book it's like here is this secretary here is the minister here's this minister here's this minister these are their jobs they're here and this one you're kind of seeing how they get brought into the fold, which I think is a little bit more interesting way of introducing them as characters. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, well, also, is her own thing, but yeah. And it, depending on how well you remember names, like when I first read general vice, it didn't trigger for me that that was oh, from the blade, uh, the, yeah, from 
the blade. And but then when I saw her, and I mean, I had already figured it out by then. Had I seen right. this first, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, that's Porter Engels' arch nemesis." Also, so cool that she like because so V starts off on this like planet that Martian's gonna go try and raid. And she's like an advisor or whatever to like, like what, the local government. To be like when I was first reading this, and I they showed that image of the things. Like, wait, I had to quickly do the Wikipedia search. Like, is that the planet from uh, Porter Ingalls thing? It's like no. I was like, oh, funny it's not. Thing, but then I scrolled it, down and saw her. It's like, oh, okay, that's yeah. cool. But the funny thing is, she's like, yeah, she's like on this planet as like a retired military person, but like they have her kind of as a, a civilian advisor and they're like, Oh, we've heard the great tales of how you saved everyone on Gan Sabor. Uh, she like, you know, killed everyone and like took out like important had to stop right. her, but she has like spun this narrative that she was actually the good guy there. And then she does it again right here. Yeah. And then yeah. she, yeah, she gets them to hand over control of the defense, uh, capabilities and she just literally like points the gun down and shoots the city <laughs> yeah so rad it's but. very much a uh a kind of like hey don't don't give your passwords to anyone you don't trust you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, you need two factor on your guns probably um no, she's hardcore does so yeah do, do people have like a uh minister they think is the most interesting coming out of this comic book i hmm, i i do like I do like the Minister of War. I do like, you know, I like that she has that history of Porter Ingle that I feel like that's going to be like fun to see moving forward because I love Porter Ingle. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Broken Blade coming, maybe. Oh, I was talking about the book, Caleb. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, Porter's got the best parts of the book. Um, I'm a Bulin fan already. I I was when I read the book just because like creepy mad scientists are always fun. Oh, he's Uh, my Thorians. Yeah, and dude, a Thorian, objectively one of the coolest species in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he's just he's messed up. Um, the way and the way he talks to Martian and like doesn't back down. He's like, "Look, if you want me to work for you, this is what you're gonna do for me." Right. And he's like, oh, "Why would I do that?" He's like, "You're gonna do it." Also, also, it's it's Baron now. I, I have a title <laughs> now. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Baron Baron Bulin is my most interesting character as well. I because he's going to be probably in the main Marvel comic. I'm interested to see. He might make a cameo in the middle grade book. I don't know that. I've not read it yet. It's out at the end of the month. But that's the uh, Escape from Valo. Uh huh. The main villain of the book is his like apprentice. Oh, like that. Okay, so, cool. Then yeah, I bet uh, he'll show up. Just yeah, be there casually. Um, so that was uh, Shadows of Starlight number four. Um, that has taken us up to the present day where today, uh, if we want to really, really quickly, we had star Wars number 42, oh, which yeah. is Luke's, uh, Caleb, I don't know if you've read that. It, it, yes. It, it's good. It's, it's really so good. good. Luke it's is so back good. on his, his Kyber vision quest. He has returned to the people he met in like issue 34 and 35, uh, the fallen Asi, or uh, I believe. Um, yeah. and they are trying to, uh, lead him into, cleansing this kyber crystal he's in like a medieval sith kind of throne room it's it's so sick it feels i don't know it felt like it almost felt like ronin like it felt so far removed from the like jedi sith kind of dichotomy we know 
and it's, um, it's, it, it, it's kind of like it feels a little bit like oh we're going to have like you know now luke fight like against a brand new sith lord but it makes sense that, that it's kind of like on a vision quest sort of thing yeah he's you know? inside the kyber crystal or, or um or whatever yeah and um i love how the the sith lord is like oh i've met jedi before and they suck like not suck yeah we're opposed to them like they're weak because it's like yeah how do you even have a lightsaber jedi don't have those right now yeah so it's doing weird amounts of like i guess maybe old republic world building the the other thing yeah it reminds me a little bit of like ronan ronan with how far out it is but also um like the flashbacks in shadows of the sith where that's also very much like we have a sith in a castle kind of type thing it does not feel like star well it feels like Star Wars, but it's so far removed from what we're used to. Yeah, which I I love Jedi and Sith stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish that these little Luke mini arcs were longer. Yeah, we'll get one more issue of this, and then we're back to Lando. So, Which is cool. Which, I, I love yeah, Lando. I, I'm really excited for the Lando, like, you know, sort of things. So maybe they'll do two issues of that, and then... Yeah. Pong, I don't know. I, I said to y'all the other day, I with all this... Wrap of bounty hunters wrapping up in effort. The one thing I want is just like I would love it all to condense down into just Star Wars as a mm-hmm. title, maybe even put it out bi weekly, and then you could have like a two or three issue mini arc with Luke and then jump to Lando and then maybe even have a little Dr. Aphra story. I don't know. I just I, I like these kind of streamlined, um, which that's sort of what I feel like it used to be, you know, like the 77 run was certainly like that, right. Yeah, you know, they but. could just do a a, a Han and, and Chewie issue for a while. Yeah, right. You. And then all them together, the Star Warriors is what they used to call them. Yeah, yeah. which um, because did we ever? We did tally up for our year end issue how many issues there were. It was like one hundred thirty six or something it was, like that. It was too many. <laughs> just straight up too many. But that's a different conversation. This was a very cool issue. Yes, uh, and then okay, so we've talked about so many comics. What's coming up next? Well, I'm glad you asked. In the next couple weeks, we have some bangers. We have the last issue of Bounty Hunters, Bounty Hunters number 42. The preview just came out today. Um, R.I.P. Valance. Uh, we have that. <laughs> we have Obi Wan Kenobi number four. Ooh, uh, we right have Higher Public number three. We have Higher Public Adventures number two, and we have Thrawn Alliances number one. So um, I don't. There's some bounty hunters. We kind of have, I feel like we, it, we have yeah, to. Yeah, it's bounty hunters. Obviously. We have we have not. T- I don't even know if we've talked about bounty hunters as a focus since this show has been relaunched. Uh, so we have not. That's shocking from Mr. Team Valance. Well, not everyone. I don't know. If there's ever been a point where everyone's been caught up. Yeah, <laughs> at well, the same time. So I think the final issue is a good time for that. A good time to do a send off to my boy. Uh, but yeah, some great comics coming out in the next two weeks. Uh, but with that said. That'll do it for this week's episode of the Cosmic Force. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on youtube.com slash Utini Vault for the last time. And where you can find us every other Wednesday. You cannot do that anymore. I need to update the script. We also encourage you to subscribe to our audio version on whatever podcast platform you listen to. You can follow us on Twitter and tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show to stay informed about the Star Wars comic 
it's news all around you. You can also follow the show hosts as well. I'm at Jacob Bausch, Caleb's at Caleb Lamanac, and Oz is Oz. He's just chilling. For reviews, articles, and news for the rest of the wide galaxy of Star Wars content, be sure to visit utini.com. We encourage you to join our Utini Discord community by going to utini.com slash Discord, and you can help support the show by heading to patreon.com slash utini, where you start serving, ex- receiving exclusive perks at just $5 a month. Special thanks to Brian Dooley, Carl Sander, Michael Fry, and Raymond Pazinski on our Jedi High Council, and James T., Ashley Ingalls, Colton Fife, and Chris Carrizo, and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for all their amazing support. Thank you again, Caleb and Oz, for joining me one last time on video, and thank you to all the listeners for joining us uh, on this great catch-up of Star Wars comics. We appreciate you all. May the Force be with you, and we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>